0: Hello, everybody. I'm a freshman here at Penn State Harrisburg, uh, and I hope you have a wonderful time here at Impact Fellowship. Uh, praise God. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome into another great Sunday. Yeah, it's a little chilly out here where we are, but we still believe that God is going to move on our behalf. You know, but oh, let me introduce myself. I am Pastor Tony, and I'm the pastor here at Impact Fellowship. You know, before we get started, Let's open up with a word of prayer. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for who you are. We thank you, Lord God, for meeting us right where we are, Lord God. So, Father, right now, Lord God, we just give you all honor, all glory, and all praise, Father. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you saw fit to raise us up this morning, Lord God, and you've already provided provisions for us, Lord God. So for these things, we say thank you, Lord God, Father. We thank you, Lord God, Father, for for meeting us right where we are now, Father. Before we go any further, if there's anything that we have done, anything that we have said that might separate us from you, Father, right now with a repentant heart, we ask for your forgiveness. Forgive us, Lord God, for the things that we have said. Forgive us, Lord God, for the things that we have done, Father, for the for the things that we know that's going against you, Lord God, Father us Lord God in the name of Jesus father and if someone has done something to us Lord God right now we release them in the name of the Lord Jesus father we thank you now father we are excited about what you're going to do for us this day hallelujah we thank you Lord God father for for being the god of all flesh Lord God father that 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 you you look you sit high and you look low upon us Lord God in other words father you know exactly where we are and what we need so father we thank you now father we invite you into this place we invite you into our hearts father we ask that you move on our behalf in jesus name we pray let everybody say amen Amen. god bless you god bless you it is a good thing to be in the house of the lord uh, this morning listen before we get started all of those who are here with me come on just, just stand to your feet and let's give somebody a hug and say good morning Good to see you. God bless you. That's right. Stand to your feet. Now, hug somebody else. Now, we can't just hug the people we came with, but we're going to hug somebody else and say good morning. God bless you. Now, for those who are watching on online right now, I invite you to to do the same, but write it in the comments. Just say good morning and God bless you. That's right. Come on. If you know somebody online, just call them out by name and, and write in there. Good morning. God bless you. Good morning. God bless you. Hallelujah that's right that's right that's right here I'll give you your things here Thank you. I am excited that's right look at this I'm just watching all of the responses here on um, we're gonna be an interactive church um, amen? amen come on turn with me to Isaiah the 53rd chapter I want to tackle something uh, this morning I want to teach this um, Uh, more than preach it. So, I I, I want you to be uh, attentive. For those who are taking notes, this is going to be right up your alley. Um, I am very much aware that sometimes uh, we struggle with things. And one of the things that's been a big struggle is that thing of rejection. Amen. Whether it's intentional um, by someone else to be intentionally rejected, or whether it's perceived by me. See, there's a, a difference. Um, I can perceive that uh, uh, Anne is re- rejecting me. I can just see it. She came in, she smiled at me. That's a that's a form of rejection. So I'm perceiving that that's what's happening, but in actuality, that's not it. Amen. Okay, I'm in the right place. So so let's let's tackle some of those things here. This morning, Uh, Isaiah, the 53rd chapter, there we go, and let's begin here, verse number three, and it reads, he is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and we hid as as it were, our faces from him, somebody say from him, him. he was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he had borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Hallelujah. We are healed. I just want to go through some of the struggles um, uh, specifically relating to rejection. Glory to God. The scriptures let us know that um, Jesus Christ um, was rejected by men. And see, one of the things that we have to understand, beloved, is that if Christ was rejected, then so too will we be rejected. Now understand this, the enemy would like to attach some other things to rejection. So we want to try to fix some things up, clear some things up, make some things clear to us so that we can be careful. Whether it's not being picked for the uh, uh, football team or the soccer team uh, when, when you were a little kid, um, there is a a common theme to this thing of rejection, glory to God. Everyone has felt rejection and suffered from the results of it. Rejection is a part of life. Can I just say that one more time? Rejection is a part of life. Hallelujah. In other words, all of us, somebody hunt your neighbor and say, you too. All of us are going to go through this This form Uh, uh, Of of rejection. Rejection is is a part of life that affects each of us at some point and is not limited to only uh, one instance. Hallelujah. The important thing that we need to learn is not so much how to avoid rejection, but how to avoid the pitfalls. Somebody say pitfalls. pitfalls. The pitfalls of rejection. Some people have been able to bounce back, glory to God, from from rejection and carry on with their lives as if nothing has ever happened. Hallelujah. Then there are some that have experienced a deep emotional damaging, Mm -hmm. a life-changing experience. Hallelujah. That has caused them to have um, psychologically or in, or internalized um, uh, this uh, experience yeah. very badly. They have become emotionally scarred. Somebody say emotionally scarred. Emotionally scarred. And feel devastatingly degraded. Glory to God. Mm-hmm. Before we go a little bit further, let's kind of define what a pitfall is. Amen? Right. A pitfall is a hole mm-hmm. and or a home for the dead. It's a chasm or an abyss. Okay. Okay, this podium is moving. Okay, that's all right. Since our way of thinking has been affected, we begin to operate in the results of this rejection. We often build walls, glory to God, around us, trying to protect ourselves from feeling such pain ever again. Let me just pause here. Sometimes when we are rejected, we put up these barriers so that these things never happen again. Mm-hmm. Amen? Mm-hmm. Okay, let me, let me yeah. give you a, another example. Um, okay, I'll say that. I cooked this great meal for the church. Mm. Glory yes. to God. All the church come over. Yes. Pastor was in the kitchen cooking <laughs> just for you. Cook, Pastor. We all say grace. Easter time. God, thank you for this food. First is Richard. Richard's like, who made the potato salad? (laughs) Pastor said, I made the potato salad. Richard said, I don't eat everybody's potato salad. (laughs) Glory to God. Then all of a sudden there's Tyler. Here comes Tyler. Tyler said, well, I don't like chicken, but do you have any fish? Pastor starts to feel rejected. Now watch this. Can I talk about Tyler for a second, mm-hmm. since he's here? Oh. Oh. Yeah, since he's Tyler here. didn't say he didn't like my, my food. Okay. He says I don't eat chicken. Okay. I received that as rejection. Mm-hmm. He didn't say that he wasn't going to eat everything else, but my perception yeah. of that was that he was rejecting me yeah. and then the food that I prepared That's for him. Can I go back to Richard again? Mm -hmm. Richard rejected my my, uh, potato salad. Mm -hmm. He looked at it and said, (laughs) well, I don't eat everybody potato salad. That was intentional. Mm -hmm. So here you have two separate things, but both is yielding the same result. Mm -hmm. My feelings are hurt, and I feel rejected. Mm -hmm. Now, here are some some points um, that that you want to watch out for. Number one, we develop an incorrect concept of what is supposed to be. Let me go a little further. We believe that it's God's desire for us to be happy, but our concept of what happiness is is sometimes incorrect. Watch this. We think that happiness is living in a fine home, having a very expensive car, having prestige and power in position and never having to deal with the enemy or the devil on our backs. Watch this. We feel that happiness is a life of trouble-free living. But the Bible says this in Psalms the 34th chapter. It says many are the afflictions of the righteous. But God delivereth him From them all. Can we just stop here for a second? Listen, beloved. um, The scriptures let us know that many are the afflictions. Many are the problems. Many are the rejections of the righteous. Who's the righteous? The righteous is you. So you're going to go through some stuff. But watch this. The scriptures let us know that many are the afflictions, but God delivers him or delivers you from them all. Peter says it this way. Happy is the man that suffers for righteousness. In other words, when you are walking with God, you are walking righteously with the Lord. Mm. Happiness is not based on good things only, but since our concept, somebody say concept, concept, of what happiness is has been incorrect, we feel as though if things aren't going a certain way that God has rejected us. Because he is not operating in our expectations. Right. Glory to God. When we begin to feel that God has rejected us. Watch this. It, uh, begin- rejected us because of our incorrect concept of him, we fall into, which is the next category, we get angry and we have, and we even get angry with God. So now we get angry. Can I go back to um, um, Tyler again? Mm -hmm. When Tyler was talking about that that chicken? Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, Tyler says, well, I don't eat chicken. I want fish. So if we're not careful, the next thing um, we would do is get angry. Glory to God. Yeah. Let me show you what I mean. Well, if you don't like what's here, you can't eat anything at all. You might want to go home. Now my feelings are hurt. Yeah. Remember when we start, start talking about we, we put up walls? Mm-hmm. Anger is a wall between you and getting hurt. Mm-hmm. The reason we get angry with God is because we feel that he has rejected us. When he does not operate with our expectation of him, which is is an incorrect concept, and because our perception of him is incorrect, we get angry with him. This is what is known as negative feedback loop. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was just having a conversation with someone uh, uh, about that. Um, We get into this this loop of things, and it's like being on a merry-go-round and can't get off. Hallelujah. Our concept of God is incorrect, and he doesn't operate within our expectation, so we get angry with him. It is a negative circle of emotion. A negative circle of emotion. Okay, let, let me give you a little help with that. Have you ever met somebody who's not happy with anything? Because they're in a negative circle of emotion. All right, let's move on to number three. Number three, we begin to rebel against God. Mm. The Bible says in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy the 20th chapter, but you rebelled against the commandment of the Lord your God. When we feel as if God has rejected us due to our incorrect concept of him, we get angry with him and then begin to rebel against God. When God wants us to pray or read the word, because we now have this attitude of rejection upon us, we rebel against him and not follow his commandments. Watch this. We are caught in this 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 hole or this pitfall of rejection. That's that's what happens to us um, when our feelings are hurt. Um, but God wants us to know that he's not going to let us stay in, in that place but he wants to raise us up out of that that, that place. number four some place uh, something to to watch out for we start complaining glory to God. see whenever we get re- rejected as a defensive mechanism, we begin to complain well Jonathan, just because you don't want to eat my a, a food well hmm. I don't like the fact that, that you came to this uh, a dinner party late. Why you come so late? You see what just happened here? I just start deflecting right back and start complaining about small stuff. Glory to God. Mm. We do not. <laughs> Let's go to the rotary group real quick. The, the scripture says this. We murmur in our tents. Now, we don't live in tents. Amen. Amen. But the murmuring is complaining. Um, We complain about things just because we feel rejected. Hallelujah. I don't think I'm saying this right. Um, We begin to find fault with everything and everyone. There it is. Hallelujah. Have you ever saw someone just, just start complaining about everything? Yes. It's one of the things that we use when we're feeling rejected. We just start complaining about things. We are in a downward spiral, glory to God, watch this, of negativity and have not even realized what is really going on. Mm. Because I've been rejected now, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to protect myself. So I'm going to complain about everything. Yes. There was a, a commercial a, a, a long time ago. Um, it was, I think they were advertising a, a life alert um, bracelet. And it said, I've fallen and I can't get up. Well, it's the same concept here. Um, when we allow the enemy to dictate our emotions and our feelings uh, uh, during this time of rejection, it's like we've fallen and we can't get back up again. All right, come on, we have to move on. Uh, number five. Number five is uh, we fall into a... A place of discouragement. Somebody say discouragement. Discouragement. We begin to feel like everything that is happening to us is simply because God doesn't care. Mm. Or God just doesn't like me. And we begin to get discouraged. Now here it is something that's really important. It's amazing that um, when we don't get the things that we think, um, we say that God doesn't like me. Well, let me put that light um, to bed. God loves loves each and every one of us. Somebody raise your hand. Raise your hand. That's right. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. If you're watching me, raise your hand and say this. God loves me. God God loves me. me. Why did I have you raise your hand? Because you are signifying or acknowledging yourself in this place. In this crowded room, in that crowded house that you're in, or whether you're just in your car, you're saying that God loves me. Yes, He does. Yes, He does. Yes, Hallelujah. Dangerous. This pitfall is very dangerous because it is within this level where the the enemy begins to talk to you and try to take control of your mind. The devil understands that he who controls the mind controls the soul. Hallelujah. If he can convince you that it's all your fault and that no one cares in your mind, hallelujah, somebody say my mind. My and mind. And then he can cause you to literally lose your mind or feel as if you are and you are and cause you to enter into a dark place wanting to even take your own life. Mm-hmm. This is what happens when we get into that that hole. Discouragement is, is, is real. Discouragement in, in the realm in which in which uh, the enemy wants to take possession on, of up. you. Glory yes. to God. The Bible says this in Luke, the 21st chapter. It says, in your patience, possess ye your soul. Can I say that one more time? In your patience, possess ye your soul. If in patience we possess our souls, then if we lose our patience, in the pitfall of discouragement, we have just opened a door for the enemy to come in and take control. Okay, somebody say, why, Pastor? Oh, I'm glad you're me that question. Because we have become discouraged and lost our patience. We have lost our patience. We have lost the one thing that gives us the endurance to fight against what the devil may try to use against us. Hallelujah. Job does it this way. Watch this. Job, the 14th chapter. He says, all of my appointed time, I'm going to wait for my change to come. Because he had the patience to endure, he did not fall into that that place or that hole or that, that pitfall of discouragement. When his children were killed, this is Job we're talking about. He said this. He said, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He may not have understood why, there it comes, but he never got discouraged. Job knew that his redeemer lived, so he was able to avoid that pitfall of discouragement. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. I know I stayed there on discouragement um, a, a oh, little bit longer, it. but it is very important for us that we, we capture all of these things because right. the enemy will use rejection in order to, 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 in order to, to, to break us, there it yes. is, well, to break good. us from where God is trying to take us. Yes. Number six, if we're not careful, we will get into a place of doubt. We become doubtful when we feel that we will never get out of a a situation or this situation or my situation. The children of Israel became doubtful of ever entering to the promised land after 40 years in the wilderness. Even though during the 40 year period, God never let their shoes wear out. Mm. Hallelujah. Or let them go hungry in that place. Yet they still doubted God. Even before Moses led them out of Egypt, hallelujah, they saw the the miraculous handwork of God. They witnessed plagues that, that, that came upon the Egyptians, how they, the children of Israel, were protected and spared by the blood. They witnessed all of these miraculous things, but yet they still doubted God. When we fall into this particular pitfall, here it comes, we become like the children of Israel in the manner that after all that God had done for them, they still doubted him. Hallelujah. Why is this important? Because very soon you're going to go into something here. You're going to go into a a, a place where some of you have already been. Um, You're going into finals. Um, And that's when that doubt, that rejection, those things begin to uh, uh, creep up. Or if you are watching us right now, um, even now you are going through some things on, on your jobs where um, you were uh, uh, maybe collaborating um, with a, a team and your ideas was not received and you perceive those things to be a rejection from your, your, your coworkers. Mm-hmm. Why is this important? Because God wants you to know that he has you. Yes, amen. And just because someone... Um, doesn't take your idea, just because someone doesn't uh, 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 take an offering that you have for them, just because someone openly rejects you, God saying, I got you. Yes. Hallelujah. Oh, let me move on. Number eight. Did I do seven? I didn't do seven. Okay. I, I did six. I'm sorry. Number seven. Here we go. If we're not careful, we're going to fall into a pitfall of hopelessness. Hopelessness. The pitfall, if we allow ourselves to stay and will cause you to lose your life. Hallelujah. In, in the Greek mythology. Uh-oh. Pastor's going to the Greek mythology. Watch out. In Greek mythology, when, um, when Pandora's box was opened, everything is escaped except hope. The Bible says this in Hebrews. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. But if you have lost hope, what good is your faith? Faith is the substance substance of things hoped for. Mm -hmm. You are hoping that something in your life happens and you have faith and believe that it will. However, watch this, when you become hopeless, feelings that 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 can never be in any good that comes out of this situation, then where can your faith happen? Hallelujah. When you fall into this uh, particular uh, pitfall, you have basically given up on everything. You feel that there is nothing for you and all your dreams and aspirations in life are gone. You give up on yourself and others. You'll believe that no one cares and that God Doesn't Listen it is it is at this point that many people have committed suicide Hallelujah because they have lost hope of ever getting back to the point that that they once where they once were Mm -hmm. Why are we talking about this pastor? Because I'm tired of seeing God's people lose hallelujah um, Because of a, a lack of knowledge the scripture says this my people perish for a lack of knowledge In other words, let's get into some of these details. Hallelujah yes I, I I love preaching about Mary had a little lamb and his name was Jesus you know that's a good thing but we can't we can't just keep talking about um, the little lamb without getting into a little bit more detail Hallelujah! about what it is that we are going through on a regular basis. Amen. Somebody hit your neighbor and say, God's got you. God's got you, and he's not going to let you stay right where you are. But instead, he's going to lift you up above that problem. He's going to lift you up above that situation. Why? Because he loves you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number eight. If we're not careful, we're going to miss out on our inheritance. When the children of Israel was promised a, a land flowing with milk and honey, God intended for them to inherit it. However, however, because of their feeling of rejection and this pitfall they fell into, no one over the age of 21 years except Joshua and Caleb were permitted to enter into the promised land. hmm 40 years of wandering, watch this, 40 years of wandering in the wilderness. Over 400 years of captivity and only those that were born halfway through the wilderness years were allowed to enter the promised land. The pitfall of rejection will cause you to miss out on the blessings that God has for you. Don't miss your blessing. Look at your name. and say, "Don't don't miss your blessing. Remember what God has for you Is for you and not intended for no one else. I got to say that part again. Remember what God has for you is intended for you Mm -hmm. and no one else. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we often look at our neighbors, our friends, our colleagues, and we say, well, how can they have all of this stuff? And I do everything the right way. I do what I'm supposed to do. I follow the law. I, I follow everything that is uh, that is right, but they seem to do everything in the opposite way, but yet they get everything that they want and need. Mm-hmm. Understand this, beloved, is that what God has for you is for you and no one else. And you will get that which God intends for you to have. Jesus is the best example of, uh, we have of avoiding all of the pitfalls of rejection. The scripture says he was despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrow acquainted with grief. And he was at and, and we hid as it was our faces from him. Watch this, because he was despised. Can I say that in, in uh, another way? We stopped hanging out with Jesus when we saw that no one else liked him. We stopped rolling with Jesus when when other people said it's not cool to roll with Jesus. We stopped hanging out with the Lord because other people said um, it's not good to hang out with the Lord. We miss out on what's intended for us because we won't, we let others, thank you Lord, we let others dictate where we're going to go. Hallelujah. Jesus came to give everyone salvation and everlasting life. However, uh, However, we crucify him when we do not accept him into our lives. We reject him when we do not keep his commandments. Yet he still loves us and deals mercifully with us. Thank you, Lord. Despite how often we reject him. He never never fell into any of these pitfalls or any of these holes that we often fall into. He came for us. Wow, Pastor, you you, you seem very, very passionate about this. I am. I'm very passionate about you. Here it is. I'll just sum it up this way. Stop letting man tell you who you are. Stop letting man tell you what you can't have. Stop letting man, hallelujah, dictate where your happiness comes from. I grew up in in, in a church that we used to sing a song that went something like this. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood And righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame. But wholly lean on Jesus name. On Christ. The solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. What are you talking about preacher? I'm saying this. When we allow other people. To validate us. When we allow other people. To say. Yes. Yes this is um, um, good, or no, that's not good for you. Instead of Christ, we open ourselves up to those eight issues or those eight pitfalls that comes with rejection. Mm-hmm. Can I give one more example, and then, then I'm, I'll, I'll close the uh, a book. Have you ever gotten dressed you know, one morning or, or you're going out to an event, and you looked in the mirror, you're like, you look good. Right, right. You look good. And you got out there smelling all good, and, you know, looking all good, hair all done. And you got to some place and somebody said this, "Why you wear that?" Do you remember how it just changed the whole, your whole mood? Can I go back to when we were at the house? Look, got, got dressed, looking good. I had to pop my own collar. <laughs> got to the event, and we allow someone else to project something onto us. We received it as rejection. And then we went through all these different pitfalls of rejection. The enemy will often dispatch things to stop you where you are. Hallelujah. Why? Because if he can derail you, Hallelujah. If he can derail you, you will never arrive at that appointed place where God wants you to be. Stop listening to other people who don't care about you. Mm -hmm. Stop listening to other people who are hurt. Glory to God. Many times we we see um, uh, people coming. I heard something years ago. It was something like this. Hurt people hurt people. You knew when you left that house you were looking nice. You knew it. Everything was in order. But here came this hurt person And all they did was hurt you. They rejected you. Mm -hmm. And everything that you knew, you counted it as not being truthful, not being honest, Mm -hmm. not being right. Mm -hmm. I challenge the room. I challenge everyone that's watching me. Ask yourself, what does God say? What does God say? When the people you want to be accepted by reject you, what does God say? Amen. Am I gonna let that situation dictate my attitude? Am I gonna let that situation dictate hallelujah how I see myself? But I want to encourage you this let God shape you. Many times I and I, I use a lot of scripture. I had someone ask me this. I was in El Paso, Texas over the, over the week, um, last week. And someone said, I watch you sometime on, uh, on Sundays. I was like, really? i was like, okay. He said, you use a lot of scripture. I was like, yep. I said, because as long as I'm using scripture, um, <clears throat> God is speaking. And God is not only speaking to me, but he's speaking to everybody. Don't follow, follow me as I follow God. Mm-hmm. When I stop quoting scripture, you get nervous. You <laughs> Why is that important? Because knowing what God says about you is how you defeat the enemy. Amen. When you get that, that that person who's complaining about everything because they're hurt, they're disappointed, understand eventually they're going to get to you because they're trying to feel better about their own situation. Remember, we were taught the wrong thing in that in order to feel better, you got to step on somebody else. Hurt people hurt people. So and instead of, you know, wanting to lash out, understand this. We got to have a, a, a conversation with the Lord. Father, I am hurt right now. Yeah. I feel rejected yes, Lord. by, and you can name whomever it is. Yes. And I want to do this. I want to put up walls yes, Lord. so they don't hurt me again. I want to complain about a bunch of stuff. Understand this, and I'm I'm going to stop. Understand this, is that God doesn't want us to take that loss any longer. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we were healed. That's right. We don't have to walk in wounds any longer. Thank you, John. We don't have to walk in that pain any longer. But he's right here to meet us right where we are. But we just have to acknowledge it. Last thing. Last thing. This is the real last thing. God just dropped us in my spirit. Hallelujah. So many times that, that one person who is always angry, always complaining, always venting vile things, is because they've been rejected in their lives. And that is the aftermath or that is the, uh, uh, a showing of that rejection. But when we run into those people, we normally give them what they're giving us. Amen? For those of us who don't mind fighting, glory to God. There are some of us who don't mind, you know, fighting. What you say? Oh, you're not going to just say whatever you want to say to me. See, I haven't been saved all my life. See, if we start telling people how long we've been saved. Like, wait a second, I've only been in this thing for about a good two years. <laughs> you got 20 more. Anyway. We have no problem with meeting force with force. What's he say to you? We have no problem with meeting curses with curses. But understand this, beloved, is that that which you are seeing, you're seeing it for a reason. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, I'll do it. God could, could shield you from stuff. Amen. He could allow you. Trust me, I have seen my uh, children do stuff right in front of me and I'm like oblivious to what they're doing. And they're in the same room. I use that as an example to to show you this, that God could shield you from those things, but he allows you to see them. Why? So that you know how to pray and not react to. See, the enemy will show out so that you can show out but sometimes God allows you to see so that you know how to tag him in. God will let you hear some stuff that's like, what? But many times we do this. Okay, God, I got this one. Let me tell you one. God was like, no, just tag me in. Yes. Because when you tag God in, you don't have to worry about what you feel. I love it. We often tell people what we feel instead of what we know. Well, I feel some kind of way. But I know that God is a healer. I feel like you did this on purpose. But I know that God can do all things. Hallelujah. God wants us to get this thing today so that we can not only grow in him, we can help somebody else. God bless you. I'm going to stop. I believe that God is going to allow us to use these things that we have just learned uh, today. I believe that God is going to allow us to see some things so that we know how to tag him in. That's right and let him handle those things. Come on, stand to your feet and let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for who you are. We thank you, Lord God, that you saw fit not to leave us in this place, but Lord God, we thank you now in advance for what you are doing. Father, we trust you. Lord, we love you. And Father, we thank you for not letting us stay in this place, Lord God, but we thank you now for giving us understanding. Thank you, Lord, for giving us wisdom to deal with, with these things that are coming. Father, we believe you in all things. In all yes, things we, we say thank you. Thank you. We say thank you, thank, Lord you. God. thank you, Lord God. We trust you. We, we believe you. We in Jesus' in name, name we pray. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You, Hallelujah. Yes, Listen, it's, it's offering time for, we ask that, that you send your, your, your tithes and your, your offering um, to Dollar Sign Impact Fellowship. Um, We have a, we'll we'll pass the basket around here in in the room for for those who are here on campus. Um, I can't get away from this. I'll I'll be honest. Um, I'm fighting, but I'm fighting against time here. Um, Understand this, beloved, is that God don't want to leave us in this place. Mm -hmm. But he wants us to have the knowledge and the understanding that it's going to take to move past our situation. Many times we complain and, and, and we murmur and, and we're angry because we've been rejected. And that the enemy wants to break us right where he right where we are. Mm-hmm. But God is saying, listen, beloved, tag me in. I got this. Yes, I got this. Yes, you don't have to deal with none of this stuff. I got this. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, Dr. Jones. Baptisms. Yes. We get so nice. Come on, stay here. <laughs> no, don't tell me twice. Understand this: is that um, God is trying to do something special for us. On Friday, April fourteenth, we're going to have baptisms right here. That's right. That is part of the Christian experience. That is part of the Christian walk. Jesus was baptized and so too should we. Um, So on Friday, April the 14th, we'll be having baptisms baptism service right here um, on campus. Now for all those who are watching, if you are not baptized, um, you need to contact me and we will make arrangements either to get you here or I will come to where you are. We will find water um, and baptize you um, and so that we can complete this christian experience that we are having amen amen and you can reach pastor tony at my at gmail.com let him know connect with him um, let him know yes i want to be baptized i want to complete all that god wants for me to complete jesus did it out of obedience to the father and so we too want to be obedient to what he is calling us to do uh, some people have gotten baptized more than once because it didn't mean as much that first time Um, But we want to connect with him. We invite you to connect with us also via Mail Impact Fellowship, PO Box right here in Middletown, 154. Connect with us. And um, you can hear this message again on our Spotify Anchor podcast that we post, um, anchor.fm, forward slash impact fellowship, as well as our YouTube channel that we have. So you can be blessed. Amen. Amen. I am so excited. I'm just looking through all the comment sections, you know, all the comments here. Um, I was messing up on the slides earlier because that's not my job. (laughs) Um, And so I was doing another job and and some of you didn't come here early enough because that would have been your job (laughs) instead of my job. But anyway, (laughs) and so I was trying to do a a few things and I, I was noticing all of these people that were showing up. Um, online, and I'm so excited to have all of you here. Um, I am hoping, I am hoping I'm believing God. Now, I don't have any details yet, but I'm hoping and believing God that one day all of us will be together in one space. I don't know how I'm going to do it yet, but I believe God for that very experience. Amen? Amen. Amen. Listen, beloved, I want you guys to have a great week this week in God on on purpose. God bless you all. That was a wonderful message by Pastor Tony. I hope you all enjoyed learning about the the pitfalls of rejection and how to avoid them and how to understand them. Have a great week in God on Purpose.